0: Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out, with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, One More Cog. Hello! Hello! Can you hear me okay today?
1: Actually, yes.
0: Ah, that means... Ah! I didn't... I didn't... I didn't.
1: Ah! <laughs> well... We've heard that before, and but it was just like magically like no,
0: what's <laughs> it's gone ah, wrong? gonna hot swap right now. ha Ha no,
1: no, no! Don't jinx it.
0: I won't. I'll stop. I'll stop. Hey. Okay. <laughs> ah, it's a, it's a, it was a nice sunny day today. It's wonderful to be outside. Uh, ah, been good, good.
1: true. It was pretty nice. Say, hey. you <clears throat> ready for? More rain, oh yeah, oh, springtime, no. rain time, well, not like tomorrow, but like later this week, I think
2: <clears throat> more exciting weather, woohoo! <laughs>
0: the when I go to uh record the intro for the, the episode, uh I can tell that I always have audience uh crowded at the door. Uh because A, my kids are not very stealthy, but B, um, they always giggle after I say the that title is true. as they run away. Uh and it's it's very wonderful. <laughs> 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 they do. It's
1: so sneak peeks here, <laughs> ladies oh, gentlemen. and Because you basically hear like,
0: What?
2: What is that? <laughs> as they
1: run, as they run. No one not even we know.
0: <laughs> not even It's we, fine. Not even we have no It's but it just <laughs> It makes me laugh every time when I'm recording it. <laughs> and they're like, What is that? Like the week, like Cyberpunk it's a mystery. selling. They were like, Uh. <laughs> yeah. And <I'm> like, Ducks. <laughs>
1: they're like, I don't even want to tackle that first one because I don't even know what that means. But
2: here we are. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little peek behind the curtain there. Uh, process artistic artist Oh indeed. Yes. It's very artistic. <laughs> Obviously.
0: Very It's very something. That is true.
2: Yes. Very something. Yes, that's a good way to put it.
0: Uh Aaron,
2: Aaron, what's what's new? New in your neck of the woods? Um kind of a lot. It's been a uh kind of an interesting last 20 uh 24 hours. Um yeah, my school or uh head football coach was fired.
3: And so we're kind of in panic mode because we have spring football stuff coming
2: in like two weeks. And it's kind of late in the season to do the hiring for coach. So we're kind of like, hey, um, what do we do? Got to know. Uh, So that's the panic mode. Um still doing state testing. Um and then the old baseball coach has kind of put me in charge of the baseball program.
3: So I'm kind of like a interim head baseball coach as I kind of like learn like the administration part of things. And so we're trying to be working on our hitting facility, which as of the moment is a metal barn um off and on for the summer so uh yeah it's been, it's been a little weird today because we were testing and then a bunch of stuff went down and we we're like oh we're not gonna have we don't have a coach right now week so um right now it's like the other assistant and myself and we're just like um help somebody please
2: we, we don't know what to do what do you want us to do um yeah, we're we're it's yeah. We're
3: uh we're we're gonna be limping through uh the first part of the season until we kinda get something situated, because as of the moment we're just like Well, we'll do something until someone tells us to not do it. So there you go. Yeah, it's not happen. So yeah, that's kind of what we are as of this moment. Um hmm. but the, the old baseball coach is really excited. He's um he's trying to retire and so he's like look all my name will be on the paperwork but it's pretty much your show um i'm just going to help you get situated and then i'm just going to let you kind of just take it and so he's already like hey i'm going to start pulling you out of class every once in a while and we're going to go work on the field or we're going to go you know power wash the the concrete uh, on the inside of our barn uh,
2: until we get like uh perfect turf stuff down um, and so it's yeah, we got state testing, uh, we have uh, award ceremonies coming up for like athletics and academics, and so we're trying to do that, plus trying to get uh, um, graduation set up, and it's everything, it. Everything we're going, we're going so great, and then
3: now it's kind of like a sprint to the finish line of just getting things done that's definitely how i
1: feel right now you're a lot bigger than me uh we're not (laughs) (laughs) we're just like yep i mean yeah i'm just just like i don't have anything to say to that we uh (laughs) it's it's not
3: not a lot to say oh we're also um there's a a case or eight school down the road from us and i have to go try to recruit kids from there, let be a theater school to our school to help kind of pattern numbers next year for athletics. So he's like, Have you ever tried to recruit before? And I'm like, No. He's like, Well, look, like, You're going to learn. So <laughs> that
1: he, sounds horrible. Why? Yeah,
3: so I I have to go over to this other school, and be like, Hey, look, all you eighth graders who're going to be fresh next year, um, you get a choice. Like, I know you have a lot of schools around that like you know you know would fit you but like you know this is the reason why you know our school is the best this is what would be benefits beneficial to you all um this is what what we can offer uh and so on and so forth and just see if i can get some of these kids because there's there's some kids there that will definitely help out our football program but there's a lot of kids that there that would definitely help out our baseball um Hmm. and so yeah i gotta go talk to eighth graders from a completely different school uh yeah since they since they only go through eighth grade then they have the choice of going to other locations because in oklahoma now the law or the the rule is that you can transfer like you don't have to go like you don't have to live in the same district to go to that school because we have a lot of kids that live in like a very like like in in the much bigger like school district but they choose us because we're smaller does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so they don't have to have the hustle and bustle of school life. Uh, but yeah, we so we we get a lot of those kids, but not enough to like be like truly effective. If that makes sense.
2: And so um, we're going to start trying to get some of those kids just over and see if we can you know work with that. So yeah, that's uh
3: that's my week everything was hunky dory yesterday and then literally everything went to
2: a hundred to uh, or zero to a hundred, like super quickly. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't sound like fun.
1: Uh, that doesn't, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, sudden, sudden changes like that are always hard to like, they're hard to I think first wrap your brain around exactly how it impacts you specifically. I think well maybe for you, Aaron, it's a little bit more clear of like, well, the person who was doing this job is now not, so hello. Uh, but still it's like there's still a lot more to that where you're like, I don't know like where the this stops. I don't know um how much this is gonna actually impact me right until you start doing it. And that's that's one of the for me, that's one of the reasons why sudden changes like that are so scary. Yeah,
1: that's true, uh, and why they're super annoying, right? Because it's like, you know, when people are like, "We're changing this," like, why? Is, and there's usually never a reason. I mean, that that specific example is slightly different than what I'm talking about, but like, yeah. when they're like, "We're doing this now," like, okay, why? And they're like, "Because." Thanks, it's real cool yeah. of you. I really, yeah. Appreciate. Us how I really, really appreciate that. Uh, that's really helpful.
2: <laughs> right.
3: Yeah. There, there, there was a big. Um, so we actually had like a, a school board meeting about all the teachers coming back, uh, but they had a
2: special meeting for uh, meeting for him. Um, and it's just like, ah, cool. Um, should
3: I be worried? And all the some of the. People on school board, like, no, 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 you're fine. We're not worried about you. I'm like, oh,
2: dang. Yet.
1: Uh, That's why being a coach, you could not pay me enough money to coach anything in a high school. (laughs) Nothing. Because, like, the parents are so horrible, right? They'll be like, we didn't win enough games. Like, We're 10 and 2. That's not enough games. Fire. Like, they go complain to the school board, and then you're just like fired. And there's like nothing you can do about it. (laughs) Like, so I, you, there is not enough money in the world that you could pay me to coach anything high school related. I never, never, number one, because I don't know enough about anything to be a coach. But, number two...
0: <laughs> number one, I wouldn't be in the situation to begin with.
1: <laughs> at some schools, not all schools, obviously, right? But at some schools, the culture in the community is so horribly toxic that it's just no way. No way. No way. I don't want anywhere near any of that.
3: <laughs> and that, that, that is a really big factor, especially with like really big schools, because a lot of the places that I did interview at um, were like one of the questions, or they they asked me, and they're like, "How do you deal with parents?" I was like, "Um, I don't know. I've always been at small schools, so smaller schools. Um, thankfully, not um, the school that I at is very like supportive."
1: Oh, all right. So he's on a call. Oh. Of okay, live <laughs> so.
0: updates. Aaron is <laughs> being uh, he's very important, like work call right now. So, anyway, let's
1: go back to yeah, it. Yeah, so there you go. Fun fact <clears throat> continuing on uh, until he rejoins. Uh, so, edit in now. Boom. Okay, so we got. Uh... <laughs> uh,
0: no, I, big changes like that to me are sudden changes like that are are very difficult for me to process in the moment because. Like I said, the number of unknowns just like is the bottleneck in my brain for processing. So a lot of times what helped me work through that is really catastrophizing and working through all of the possible, mostly
1: bad, horrible, uh, terrible
0: uh, (laughs) outcomes. uh, Yeah,
1: I feel like that that actually helps you. I see. I feel like in certain circumstances, that's like the worst possible thing you could do because then you just don't get anything actually accomplished you just like think about all the bad things that can happen and you're stuck there well, and
0: <clears> I mean, it's a, it's <laughs> you're not thinking about like like i'm it's i'm not i'm not dwelling on them i'm actually like actively thinking about problems and then just basically like writing them down uh. i do so I'm not sitting there and with just like brooding with a storm cloud over me or huddled underneath the blanket on the couch or like paralyzed with fear. Although that does happen from time to time. When <laughs> I'm trying to just start my brain, I'm trying to force my brain to just start processing something and working through one piece at a time, to try and get the, the sand grains dislodged so that something starts flowing. Because otherwise... I'm just stuck, and I just, and then I do just start kind of being a wash in a sea of unknown and terror. <clears throat>
2: well, that's fair, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I just like a lot of these things, especially in like a like an employment setting, right? It's always like
1: part of me just goes. <laughs> I just get like really frustrated. It's like, okay, cool. You know, whatever, I guess you just decided this for no reason, right? And then so I get upset like this week I've been slightly upset about this kind of scenario because that happens and then there's some other things where they'd be like well we really want your input and I'm like based on your previous my previous experience with the situation you don't actually so like just (laughs) tell me what you want to do and stop like horsing around and like <laughs> like, yeah. just tell me like this anger stems from this we had a conference call thing Monday about like a potential new technology right and it's like a giant thing right like this huge deal <coughs> and uh, for in the classroom right yeah. and then the follow up email from the principal was like "Uh, let me know if you're interested like wait, wait. Wait what do you mean if I'm here? this is either something school's gonna do or not? <laughs> just, just don't just decide what you think we should do like i is it really gonna be like eight people want this thing and then you're just gonna get it for them? That's oh, weird man. like I don't
2: <laughs> No.
1: like or are you gonna get it for everybody because that's a very different conversation like I don't care. Right, I'm going to use whatever tools you give me. Right, if you're going to be like, "Hey, we're buying this for your room," be like, "Okay, cool, I'll use it." But like, if you're not going to buy it, I'm going to be like, "Okay, cool, I don't like. I'm already doing stuff, so like, th- whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, <laughs> it's yeah, not like not. a hindering me by not having it. Right, but if I do have it, as long as it. <clears throat> I was talking to my other grade level teachers, and I was basically just like. Okay, if the only thing I care about is can I use this thing to do exactly what I'm doing right now Yeah, and
2: then improve upon it? That's what I want. I don't want
1: to have to do a completely new thing, <clears throat> right? I want to take the stuff I'm already doing and then be able to make it better.
2: Yeah. Right, I don't want to completely change my approach because that's not useful to me. It's not helpful. And so, like, <clears throat> I don't actually care, right? Because it, 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 you're, it's not like you're gonna by not having this thing, it's not going to make my I'm not going to be able to do less, right? I just want to know: can I do what I'm already doing plus more?
1: That's what yeah. I want. Yeah, I do want. To, I don't want to do something new. No, no that's not useful because <laughs> then it's a whole new planning process that yeah, i'm not it, about
0: yeah does it meet my <laughs> minimum minimum like not my minimum functionality but my current functionality because yeah. the first thing you want to do is bring in something new and it's frustrating when people go like hey like what are your thoughts and they leave it very vague because in those situations i do i want to know what are you going to do with my thoughts do my thoughts actually impact this And there's always a big question to ask of like, okay, who's who's the ultimate decision maker here, and how are they using input?
1: It isn't me. So like I, (laughs) (coughs) I know that like I get very cynical about this thing because us there's been so many times where I've been like, oh yeah, let me tell you what I think, and then they're like, okay, cool. Anyway, you're like, "All all right, well I just wasted all my time putting out this effort, and you clearly didn't care. So like I don't know, like. Yeah, and then it, and then you become <laughs> defeated, and
0: you start giving less input, right? And this is something that I watched a lot. Yeah, at, uh, at MDC, looking at the people who had been there, like the lifers, who'd been there for thirty years, uh, and going like, "Wow, like why? Why is this person so jaded? Why is that?" And then realizing like, "Well, because they've like they haven't been respected this entire time or recently." Right? They don't feel like they are getting the feedback or the appropriate weight is being given to what they have to say. If you do that for long enough, well, of course, <coughs> nobody's going to be interested in speaking up or volunteering or giving their feedback yeah. or ideas. Of course not. And that just looks like a, unfortunately, what that can look like in a company is the, the old, disgruntled employee. And they're just old and grabby. And well it's like well have you been treating them well for 30 years let's be honest probably not Yeah, like, no <laughs> <laughs> like, and i understand so no like, you yeah, haven't they're there for 30 years and they're angry because it's not the it's not like it used to be like blah blah, good old days like that's totally a legitimate thing as well i'm just saying like nobody yeah. really takes a step back and go well like why like are, are we just is this just a general assumption where we go oh, of course they're grumpy they've been here for 30 years or we go why are they like that like it's just it makes me think of that kind of thing of going, oh, do these people actually feel respected and like their like their time is being valued, right? If you're going to ask me for input. I kind of want to know how it's going to impact your decision. If you're just asking because you feel, oh, well, I'm obligated to ask. It's an obligatory just like, oh, they told me to ask for input. So anybody have input, but it's not really going to impact? Well, then I'm done. Like, I'm not going to tell you. <coughs>
1: yeah if it's just the courtesy i'm not gonna play games with me right like they'll be like oh i have to ask this question right it's like you know just one of those things like oh i'm just doing it as a courtesy i don't actually care right and it's some people you can clearly tell that's what they're doing right other times it's a bit more ambiguous but there are definitely instances where it's like yeah you don't i could tell by the tone of your voice and your body language that you don't actually care what I have to say, and so I'm just sort of wasting my time right now. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. You're just checking boxes at this point. That talking, right? I don't. I can. I, have, I can
1: I tell by, by the fact that you're only using buzzwords in your conversation that <laughs> you already have a plan, uh, and you don't really care. You, yeah. It's just like, oh, I'm just gonna make it seem like I. I care. Do these things like you? You do It's fine. Yeah. Just, just. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's why that question of how are you going to use my input? Like before I give it, and that can be kind of awkward to ask some people. I know, but like, I have done that in times past with either people who've had surveys or even at MDC when they would ask, okay, how how are you going to use it? And um, sometimes they'd say, well, you know, we're <laughs> we're, we're not. Like a, <laughs> we're not like exactly like well, that's just. I'm here to ask you, so anyway. because yeah, um, I'm going or, or now. sometimes they would say, well, what we do is we are interviewing people and we're going to take all their responses and we're going to group them together and see if there's a common theme of response that people are saying, and that will help us determine, you know, if we're going to go in direction expired. Yes. So that's, that's that's helpful, right? <laughs> <laughs> but when there's nothing on the other end, you are just like, okay, I'm anyway.
2: Yeah, fine.
1: Whatever. So, yes. Oh, so the situations are annoying, and I don't care what my classroom technology looks like, as long as I have a display for notes and pictures and for children to present things. That's all I care about. I don't care what it looks like, really. Like the thing I have works fine. Like our technology ladies, like just dead set on making me get rid of it i'm like why it's fine it works oh. stop it <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> they're so crazy yeah. you can move away from
2: overhead projector. <clears throat> dang it although
0: uh i started teaching at lillian's school uh i really wish i had an overhead projector because <clears throat> they are using um like repurposed whiteboards, so they don't have the best erasing abilities anymore. Oh yeah, right? they get and so, they get bad. Like, what I would give for an overhead projector right now, literally. your transparencies. Yes, I would. I would. Yes. Yeah. So that's on my list. Did were. you
1: have? Did you have Miss Latimer in high school? Yeah, freshman biology. Yeah, she. I don't know if she. If, whenever I was a freshman, she taught her whole entire class. We took notes from a transparency thing. Mm-hmm. She would just like project it under the board uh, or if she felt like it, the weird little screen thing. And that's how we took notes all day in class. Right. Yeah. And the days we took notes, right. We would take notes off the... Uh, she would write right of things on there. And we would just do, <laughs> do it right there.
0: <laughs> I mean, I... Just for, for me, like it's great. I love the ability. I I need the ability to write rewrite erase draw arrows like underline circle that is a must for me and uh if i can't visually display a process or draw an example
1: nothing i i don't process
0: anything at all <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and i that's what this thing like this thing that they were talking about it's like some sort of replacement for our like ancient smart boards that don't work anymore right yeah. i don't know what's called it's whatever but like they were like the whole presentation was just like focused on like uh <clears throat> this is another another thing that happens with like advertising in general, because I, I though we were on the conference call with the sales lady. Oh no. Right. So her job is to give demos and talk about the stuff, right? But she was talking about like all the end goal things that this thing can do. Right? Like the extreme possibility. Yeah. Right. So this is like <clears throat> not helpful to me, well, because that doesn't tell me like any baseline information about the product whatsoever. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is kind of like that thing where like, uh, like when car companies advertise things, right? They only advertise like the
2: best car they have,
1: right? Like the. You know, or like the they're like, oh, level,
2: right?
1: yeah, the highest trim level or even like Lexus. Right. They they always like on all the news and on top gear and whatever they have that like LF whatever thingy.
0: LFA, yeah.
1: That's the only Lexus car you ever see Uh because it's like the best thing that they make. Right. And so, like, if you think that's cool, you just like Google Lexus and you look at the other cars because you can't afford that one. Right. And so, like, that's their marketing is like, look at the very best we have. <clears throat> and then you like sort by price, like sort by lowest. And then you like see where you are. Right. You know what I mean? Guitar companies do this, too. Like Gibson is like the worst ever or like Fender. They'll be like, yo, the new extra American professional version, too. Like they don't
2: advertise the player series. Ever.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah they advertise the high end hand built custom shop by like one dude in California made this whole guitar, so it's like a billion dollars. They don't advertise the like normal guitars, so like you see the big, expensive one and you dream about it and you love it, but then you like look at their whole catalog and then you just go down the list until you find one that you can actually afford right <laughs> and that's what this lady was doing with this thing she was she kept saying there was two models of the thing of the like presentation board thingy but oh. she would only talk about like the top one <laughs> nice. right and she'd be like oh yeah this version can do all this and so my code worker is like we're sitting in this room together and she's like well what's the other one do that like what what what's the other one not able to do <laughs> Right. And so she's saying all this stuff and she's like showing like, look at this presentation. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I need to know I already have presentations. Right. You showed me this like big fancy presentation that you made using the program that's on this thing. Right. I need to know if my PowerPoint (laughs) will work on it.
0: Yeah, or or in my mind goes, more importantly here, if I dive all in with your system in five years when you've stopped updating it and moved on to something else, can I export those to a PowerPoint?
1: Can I export those to something? am I stuck with it? Yeah, because you know what always works, like no matter what it's Microsoft PowerPoint, right? Or like Google Google Slides, right? Can I throw it in Google Slides? Anything. And they're all like, well, yeah, you can uh, upload it to your Google Drive and then you can do this. Well, I was like, <clears throat> my PowerPoints are just downloaded to my computer yeah, because this is where they're the safest. Right. And then they're backed up on like a thumb drive thing or whatever. <laughs> that's where they live. I suppose I should put them in like Google Classroom, in like a, uh, my drive or whatever. But like, <clears throat> that's where they are because it's easy to find them. They're safe. They're not going anywhere. <clears throat> like nobody can get in there and mess with them. It's boom. It's right there. So like I, I need some very simple criteria, right. And which was not addressed because they're addressing like the highest level thing. It's like what I need to do, what I personally need to know is can I present and use this just as a normal presentation device? That's the baseline. Because she was like standing up at the board, like tapping and doing all this stuff. I was like, I don't stand up there. Right? I'm like in the round the classroom. I'm like standing in the back. I'm standing over there. And I have a clicker thing. Right? This way I can like wander around. I can make sure we're on task. I can do all the stuff, right? That's that's my baseline of what I need. Maybe you don't like that. That's fine. But this lady, again, the lady, the sales lady is a former kindergarten teacher. So all these things she's talking about doing, she's not talking to me, the sixth grade teacher. (laughs) Right? Like Her experience and her viewpoint is different than mine because the kids that she thinks about and the kids that I think about have very different needs. Right in their like daily
2: st- structure and how things work.
1: Right, not to mention our personalities are—I can guarantee you—very different. But like, <laughs> we. <laughs> what? I know she's like a happy kindergarten teacher, and I'm like, no, no happiness. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> I am a disgruntled employee. Just kidding. No, I just. <laughs> Again, this goes back to what we talked about on the lost episode mm-hmm. about the parts of your personality that you present forward. Such right. I know the lot. Maybe we're, we'll still, that's still, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this again later, yeah. perhaps at some point listeners, but we're trying to talk about like what parts of your personality you choose to like present forward in certain situations in the classroom. I have a certain, certain ones come to the fore because like happy, go lucky, silly me. is like, not appropriate for the sixth grade classroom because we'll never get anything done. Right. That's what we right. We, no, no. we will get nothing accomplished. Absolutely. Nothing.
0: Nothing. You <laughs>
1: nothing will get done. So like, <clears throat> so the, the crux of this episode, uh, listeners that is lost to all time is that Brandon and Mr. Funkhauser,
2: not necessarily the same person. Right. And that's,
1: (laughs) that's kind of where this is going. So I I have these very specific set of criteria that I need, or I would like in my sixth grade classroom, like my baseline and that anything up from there is like bonus. And I can do with that. I can make, I can gladly add new things and put in new projects and stuff based on what this presentation board is capable of. But I need a baseline, <laughs> and the baseline is like you said, where I already am, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Can this without, already do what I'm doing?
0: Without, but, yeah, I
1: don't know if I can. Cl- I can. I don't know if I can plug in my peripheral device and like click around and present my slideshow from the back of the room while I'm standing next to the kid uh, and making sure that they're doing the thing they're supposed to be doing and not throwing erasers at the girl sitting next to them, right? And If I'm just standing there yeah I'm, that's just you know that may or may not have happened at one point in my life. It's fine, don't worry about it. um like <laughs> stay if like, I can stand back there and like be proximally close to the situation and be monitoring things in certain parts of the room while still presenting notes that day to the class like I don't want to stand at the board, I have to tap it all the time. yeah, that's annoying. Like do I want to draw on my board in absolutely. Right, that would be so great, like I could redraw diagrams, I could draw my own diagrams, we could like highlight parts of pictures and stuff, <clears throat> but if it doesn't
2: do the things I already am doing, it's useless to me
0: <laughs> well yeah, and that that idea of I think in especially in technology but also car companies like it's this halo effect of we're gonna showcase the best thing, and it's gonna have this trickle down, it's gonna draw people in showcase the best. Well, like you said, if you have to, because I would look at that and i go, yeah, but how, how much work am I going to have to do to get to what you're doing right now? <coughs> like, yeah. like, if I have to adapt everything, if I'm unable, if it's more disruptive to me, and my workflow, and that's always an assessment that we have to do of going, okay, is this actually disruptive? Am I just being cantankerous about this? Would putting in this effort actually help and kind of do these assessments <coughs> along the way? I think... But the vast yeah. majority of time, if we ask some of those questions, what we find is that A, the investment of time and energy is actually not going to be worth it uh, in the long run. And B, it's just totally not worth the change or or going down that road. Yeah. And and I think I mean it's all about setting your priorities. Because what I what I see a lot of times is and hear about a lot of times, and especially in school and education settings, is people get a chunk of money or they go after a chunk of money and then they get it, and they're like, well. What's my priority? I have to spend the money, right? It, yeah. You know, that's it's what it always, is. It's not always get the best thing or get the most useful thing. It's I have to spend this because it's here in my pocket
1: right now. And yeah. It's and always. it's usually in the education world. It's only there for like a certain amount of time. Yeah. And that's right. why they do that because they, for some reason, uh, like their grant or their funding or whatever, like it's only around until X date. And if you don't have it allocated and you haven't started spending it on something by X date, it doesn't, it goes away. And so that's why they do that. And it's super annoying. And they're like, <laughs> that's why we change things all the stinking time. Like, I don't know. It's just like and, really bothersome.
0: And you make very different decisions, buying, purchasing decisions. If you go, my primary decision is to spend as much money of this as possible. So, of course, you're going to get these weird, (coughs) crazy, random displays and things and whatever. Yeah. Why? Because we had the money and I had to spend it. And that's where, again, getting back to this, like, who's making this decision? Who has the authority to actually make this? And what are their priorities? Because if the decision makers' priorities are not in line with the user's priorities, you get a huge, you know, uh, mismatch of of actual uses and priorities uh, from, you know, top to bottom throughout the stack and you get a bad outcome and nobody's happy
2: yes
1: <clears throat> and you're just like why and then the problem is that cycle repeats itself because yeah. then you know more money comes in later and they're like oh but then we'll do this now <laughs> you're like but uh-huh. but what about what about this like I don't what about this thing we were doing like no no we're doing this now I think but 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 wait <laughs> Tom
0: Exactly. And it's like, why are we changing this? Because we can, right? You're like, but I... And you're left with that that continual cycle. And it's hard to break, especially in education with their grants and the way they're funded.
2: Yeah. So it's just like, whatever. So
1: I imagine a handful of people will get this thing. The ones that wanted it anyway, like, whatever. I don't care. Just do it. I don't don't care.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then you'll be the one with the weird like it's in the
1: classroom, but it's like taped over or you have your yeah, sitting uh, in front of <laughs> you know? like at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter.
2: You know, like I don't care. Like
1: <laughs> part of a big part of my classroom is holding rocks. So like, come on, we did this. <laughs> I, don't I don't care what the part is on my uh-huh. wall. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like this is granite. Boom! Hold this god. Yeah, that's next. That's my need. That's where I'm at. Like, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
0: <laughs> how? How? Okay. So it's going. So how should this process have actually happened? The, the 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 end the the end result here is new classroom or uh new classroom technology, right? Immediately, we have to start with the the alternate outcome of that is no new classroom technology, right? That's a decision we always have. But then, how do we get from where we are to one of those decisions? Well, we need to pull people together, actually ask, how are you? What, what technology are you currently using? What pain points do you have? What would you like to have? And then we need to have people put those together in a big list and hear from three or four, five different companies.
1: Yeah, I think the problem is we had one. Per- Here's how this went out at my school we had one person who has broken classroom technology they saw this one thing somewhere or they have a friend that has one in another school. Whoa. They thought it was cool. They told the principal. Yep. The principal went off that. that. That was the chain of events. It was not, I did get a survey that said, do you prefer to use your smart board or like the Apple TV thing in your room? And I was like, uh, I have both of those. And so I use both of those, yeah. <laughs> right? Like it's the thing that's been afforded to me to use. And so you know what I do? I use them, like both of them. Yeah, wow. I don't have a preference. Right. <laughs> I I, ha- I use both. I told my principal I was like I use both of those, oh. uh, frequently. Yeah, like I don't I don't have a preference. I don't care. They're in there, so I use it. So if it's in my room, I'm gonna figure out a way to use it. Right? Because otherwise, it's just in the way. But like, especially something like that, right? Like, <clears throat> is there random junk in my cabinet I don't use? Yeah. but that's, 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 Right? It's like a bottle of random, like, <clears throat> I was like, yeah. So that question was really bizarre. And I just emailed her. I was like, I'm not filling out your survey because I have both of those things. <laughs> and I use both of them, like, all the time. So, that's <laughs> an invalid question. I cannot. And it was like, well, like pick one. I like, I can't pick one. What are you talking about? <laughs> just,
0: oh, wow. Yeah, see, that's great.
1: It was very badly That's thought already. out. Uh, uh, we'll
0: welcome Aaron back. Uh, hello, thank you for joining hello, us. Hello, sir. You're good.
3: Was, uh, I, t- I told you about the craziness. Yeah, that. Yeah, it's never good when it's Super Team calls this late. Oh, hello, sir. Uh, no, we were so, like, yeah,
1: okay, yeah, we're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Listeners, for reference, yeah. it is after nine o'clock at night currently. So, um,
3: <laughs> yeah, now, I I is I is fine. He was just like, hey, what's the game plan? I was like, oh. I thought you had one, sir. <clears throat> so, um, you when you said when you said like smart board and things like that, I came into Salem conversation. Um, oh yeah, I have an smart board, or I have a board that's supposed to be smart. However, it does not uh, work, and the bold itself is like ten years old, maybe. Yeah. That, so that was the it, thing it, that it's really. Oh, go ahead, sorry. It's really weird, like when you when you turn on my. And the kids are like can we can we turn the lights off you're like i mean preferably not because then you can't see the notes but True. you kind of have to turn the lights off because it's <laughs> so terrible
1: yeah that was the thing that spurred this whole conversation on part of it is that uh those bulbs that it those projector bulbs that they replace those are this the most expensive thing in the world, apparently. Yeah. I I don't know why a little light bulb is like so incredibly expensive, but they are. And so apparently the solution is like, wait, I must spend like $12,000 on a new presentation device instead of like $200 on a bulb. Like, wait, wait a minute. I don't, I, one of these things is not compute, but you do. Here's the other problem
2: <clears throat> with uh, certain education things, right?
1: Here's here's another issue that we have uh, with things like that. Those projectors, right? you have to, like, maintain them. You have to, like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: clean them because there's uh, a fan in there. Right. And so you have to, like. It's dirty because it sucks in air to clean and cool the the bulb. And so it sucks in dust and there's filters in there and they get dirty. And like nobody
2: maintains that
3: Nope.
2: because like
1: teachers think that it's not their job to do that Uh, custodians and maintenance clearly have no time for such things. Right. No technology or it people are way too busy trying to make the server not melt down at all times. So like there's these little things like that, that nobody will do. And then your system fails. And then everyone's like, why did it fail? I don't understand. Like, well, because there's these little minuscule things that have to be done for upkeep and nobody does them. Like, I clean out my own. Like, it'll start being like, oh, it's overheating. So I get up there and I, like, you know, I figure it's not my projector, whatever. I just started opening things. (laughs) And, like unscrewed a little panel and ripped out this filter and then like blew in there and took the filter out and like smashed it on the desk and like kind of blew through it and swept up my mess and put the filter back in and blam
2: works beautifully. So like this is another step
1: that like there's these little things like that that are necessary And nobody either, A, nobody knows about them to begin with, or B, nobody does it because they think it's somebody else's responsibility to do that.
0: (laughs) Again, part of the decision making
1: of and should
0: be weighed highly against all other alternatives of going, okay, sure, this thing is nice and fancy. How much does it cost if it breaks? Or what's the, you know, what's the maintenance and upkeep on? If nobody's asking that question, it means they don't really care it's kind of, it reminds me of uh Juanita K. Hammond uh you know and all the uh fountains uh built uh from the <laughs> money and funding and oh the yeah he was to build fountains but never to maintain or replace or fix them
1: and yeah so, clean the fountain
0: yeah just like oh exactly then nobody they just accepted the fountains they were like great now we have these fountains there was no money on the back end and it was like wow this is actually a very this is an increased cost to me now because i have a very nice fountain and very nice fountains are costly to keep up it turns out you know <laughs> like yeah if you're, not, if you're not thinking about this from you know beginning to end in the, in that decision making process like those those all need to be valid points somebody sits down and crunches numbers and thinks about it. or or maybe it's just like okay uh maybe the bulbs are super costly but they uh take 13 seconds to replace the other ones are they don't cost as much but they take an hour because i've got to de you know you know tear down the whole thing and rebuild it from the ground up yeah so obviously an extreme case but you have to wait well like yeah
1: and, well and you know unfortunately the one of the problems is what looks better on the board report uh, yeah changed some filters or bought brand new technology with grant money yeah yeah huh? yeah it's yeah. the second one <laughs> so <laughs> and you know um, uh, and, and it's about communicating expectations right like did anybody know the filters and stuff need to be maintained did anybody decide who was supposed to do that you know I just did it because I was like annoyed And like, well, this is kind of, it goes back to my gripe with the copy machine, right? It's the one piece of my technological day. I have no direct control over. Yeah. And it's always the thing that lets me down. Always. (laughs) Right. This is why I asked for a key to the janitor's closet because they restructured our janitors. So there's like nobody there first thing in the morning. Hmm. So like, yeah. So like, I just asked the maintenance guy, I was like, Hey, can I have a key to that closet for science reasons? Obviously. Cause there's a big giant, like there's a big mop sink in there and that's very handy. Uh, science. it's very handy for like see? filling up buckets and stuff like that, that I've had to do a few times. So not only that, but also because like, you know, I'm going to sleep my own floor sometimes because yeah, there's, you know, the custodial staff is limited right now. And like sure. for a while we didn't have one in our building and like, wow randomly other custodians were just coming over and filling in when they could. So like my trash got emptied, which is not, I'm not like, it's not their fault. Cause that's, they were doing what the best they could. Right. It's not, I'm not upset at the staff. It was decision-making above yeah. them. That was the problem. Um, <clears throat> so
2: I was just like, give me, give me the key. I'm gonna do it. I don't care, mm-hmm. but
1: I need a bigger broom than the, Hand, remember my closet.
2: I, to, I
1: would like this broom, please. Um, like I need access to that. Give me access to the vacuum cleaner. Again, very helpful for just science reasons in general, right? Because like <laughs> we're messy sometimes, and we need we need more than a broom. Um, so we. <laughs> but it's just that like I'm just gonna do it myself because I could
2: sit around and wait first I'm going to do it, in which case it will never be done because number one on probably the things
1: that they have to do, it's going to be the last thing. Sure, Right? Uh Which is not fair to expect them to do that. Right? If I make a big mess, I feel like I should not sit around and just wait for someone else to come clean it up. <laughs> oh, <coughs> that sounds very silly to me. <laughs> I think I think our father would just yell at me if I tried that. Uh, Like, I'm (laughs) just just like, I'm going to do it myself, right? I don't care. Leave me alone. Again, that's just, I don't know. I'm just very self-sufficient. Try to be self-sufficient about these things. That way, I don't have to bother people. They don't have to bother me, more
2: importantly. Um, So.
1: (coughs) Stinking copy machine. Like, I think... (laughs) We get it e- break. that's another reason that's another downfall for having a new technology in my room that like when it breaks and I know nothing about it is anybody going to fix it mm. no cool okay. <laughs> and so I'll be even worse off than I am now because like now my smart board doesn't work like I can't write on it anymore but like it still projects and displays relatively fine not on sure. to Uh so like as of right now
2: it's fine. I don't care. Uh, if new thing breaks,
1: and, uh, there's I don't think anything anybody can do about it. Like,
0: <laughs> no, it's a really good point of going. Okay, like we have a process for the, the repairs and this bringing this back online. What's the what's the support look like for this new thing? Not just getting it in the classroom, but really genuinely. How do we make this? And maintain it, right? That's like that's the point. You keep bringing up
2: of we have yeah. to maintain. it it's Not just a one and done. Yes, you have to do stuff, right? You don't like buy
1: a bike and like never oil the chain, right? Like you right. have to you have to do stuff, right? You to,
0: buy a car, even if it's little
1: things. Oil. Yeah, yeah. I just thought about that because I oiled my bike chain the other day, so like it was the first thing that came to
2: my mind. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Ugh. I have new parts coming this week too. I'm
1: getting a new rear cog. Gonna, yeah. yeah, I'm going to change gear. So that means take the wheel off, get out the chain whip, do the thing.
0: <laughs> it's Gonna be be hard to do mid race if you're having. A-
1: I mean, it's true, but you know, maybe I'll just do it in the pits before I start. Uh, going there. So are you going?
0: Are <laughs> You going up? You go
1: down? Going up going going up up to seventeen. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna see. I'm just curious, really. I just wanna know.
0: Why yeah, why I was curious about why why that changed.
2: Well, number one, uh
1: slight easier to pedal up hills, right? I don't know how because I have no experience in this matter, I don't know
2: how big a difference one more tooth will make. Sure. But it will make some difference. So just see
1: how that goes. Uh also I think by just moving one, I probably don't need a new chain. Because I think there's enough slack in there that having one too much bigger, I would need a new chain, I think. Hmm. Because it would be it needs more area to go around than are in the slots. So or in the dropouts, I mean. So we're going to
2: see how that goes. Mostly, I'm just curious. Curiosity mostly is the reason. Like, I wonder if it does make that much of a difference or not.
1: So I figured go up, see, makes it a little easier to pedal up some hills. Right. This is also partly spurred by that one day where it was like so incredibly windy. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, it was so hard to pedal that day. I was like, I can't, I can't, uh, Yeah. <clears throat> If I had one more... Because
2: one more cog might make a difference. Right.
1: Also, uh, theoretically, would make self-breaking going down the hill
2: easier. Right. Because it would be... It would be spinning slightly different. Like the... The pedals would be spinning different, so back pedaling and slowing yourself down might be not as difficult as on the smaller one, right? Because it's a lot more force on the smaller one that way. Maybe? Question mark. <laughs> I. I mean, I don't know. Mm, maybe it was just it it, it that. Just talking about the force it takes to reverse. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I'm just thinking about
1: how much force for effort backwards on you resisting the pedal stroke.
0: I guess, and to hold that and to resist the tire from moving. Yeah. I guess you're right. It, It would make that a little bit easier.
1: A little bit easier. Again, will one tooth make a lot of difference? Maybe not. Right. I didn't feel like jumping up to like nineteen or something like that because that definitely would require a new chain, Uh, uh, and I don't want to deal with that right now. Uh, Maybe later. So, (laughs) so update incoming. I'm looking. Did it help?
0: Next week, the live reporting from the bike ride on the
2: yes, Uh, (laughs) yes, do a field reporting, field reporting. (laughs) live vlog ladies and gentlemen
1: hey guys what's up <clears throat> trying to not crash I'm a bike here hello <clears throat> <laughs> so Colin what's new with you that's all I got we tested today oh. it was really boring because I just had to stand there, stare at children and be like yep Good job, keep it up. <laughs> yeah, and I have new bike parts coming. So, well, uh my
0: my my last three days have been not not the best.
1: Uh, it's true, stressful city for con. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah,
0: stressful times. Uh, two months ago, we had an employee tell us she had an opportunity to go work in Maine for the summer at a state park gift shop, and I was like, "Of course, you're, yeah, that sounds like an amazing thing." She's like, "Well, I don't know, I feel bad about it." And I was like, "If I have to fire you." make you take this opportunity i will don't test me on this go have fun in maine uh, and so she's doing that and so we two months ago started in earnest uh, trying to hire somebody well then uh wednesday of last week thursday of last week that's their staff member in springfield wednesday or thursday of last week uh, another staff member, the other staff member, because we only have two, uh, called us, and she's going through rough times in her life, and was like, I really need to take a break, and I, I'm i just going to, this is my two weeks notice, and, and I, I really appreciate everything you guys have done, it's just, I've got to work on myself first. And I was like, great. So in two weeks, I have nobody in Springfield. That's not fun. We're like That's <laughs> fine. That is that is problem. It is problematic, because... We have spent the last we've spent since October, so we spent the last like five months basically at the top of the hill trying to pry loose a large boulder. All right, that's what we've been trying to do. We've been trying to pry loose this large boulder at the top of a hill, and we're just starting to get that done. Uh, just some percentage wise, last month Springfield made up zero percent of our company, uh, like business. This month it made up ten percent. Next month, it's going to double or do more than that. So, and that should tell you. And and Sedalia, it has not ah. slowed down. That's how busy Springfield has oh. come, right? Because the denominator oh, is not going like the is not going down. It hasn't changed at all. We haven't shifted any focus or taken any less bookings in Sedalia. So, for it to have risen from zero to ten percent in a month, it's done a lot. Um, and it's going to do more next month. And so, I have this boulder that is it's past the point, it's basically out of my control now. I can't reel it back in. And yet, I now have nobody in to And so, with that, Megan and I were scrambling to try and figure out what on earth we're going to do. Basically, I'm going to have to live at Dad's for at least a month um, doing all the visits, doing, you know, seven because we have things seven days a week. And yeah. just covering everything. Well, then... One of our staff members, our staff member here locally, um, their mom called us and in tears, like
2: ugly crying, um, telling us that his, their depression was back and it was really bad and they weren't going to be able to continue anymore. <sighs> and so. <laughs> big problem. A
0: big big ugly ugly problem because we also have dailies here town and megan can only do so much and she has kids yeah she can't take the kids to the visit so now we're at this conundrum of where do we apply the break right this is and this is where a lot of this decision making comes in going which one's most important to the survival of the company and income and all that good stuff and and how do we Mm. approach that and and what's going to be a good metric for us um so we have really pressed the gas pedal hard on the hiring and moving people very quickly through that process, not uh, uh, sacrificing uh, quality of candidates or anything like that, but but really
1: up in the um, just the pace of the pace it, pace right? like, of, of what yeah.
0: of what, so like I'm like yesterday I did an in person interview for here in Sedalia. Today we did eight phone interviews, and then tomorrow I have two more phone interviews. And I'm doing in person interviews for these those people from those selections on Thursday. It's how fast we're moving on this.
1: Yeah, just to every expedite the process, <laughs> I've, right? I've like got to, to right? say.
0: And yeah. I am I'm planning on fully bringing on for Springfield at three people. Just oh. right off the bat. I need three All people. All right. Yeah. Because I can't I'm I can't mess around. No, this, right? Yeah. And <laughs> and um I I've got to get this that number of people. I've got to replace the two, right, that I had that I lost and I need another person in there to make it even easier because we're going to grow even more. And so while I've got these people on the hook um, you know, or interested, I might as well offer them and then have them all three working through my training um, and onboarding process for them. And one of the things that we did was we reached out to the last several hires that we did. We reached out to the number two and number three person and said, Hey, um, we have new positions. Are you still interested? And so that helped us bring back some people that we, since you had a, a starting point already Have a starting point at least have that conversation so um unfortunately just the way things are timed there's no way i can't 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 not uh be down in springfield for at least two weeks um to get everything running so it'll be a little stressful on on megan uh (coughs) running everything and i won't be able to finish the the year out teaching either Uh, i've had to notify them of like Hey, oh, yeah. this next week, like I'm out. Like I can't I can't do this. Cause I'm now covering our daily visits that we have here in in town, here locally, because we have several dailies. So I have five or six visits every single day. Um that yeah. yeah, we do. And that's and then that goes up with the the travel and everything like that. So I've got to cover those. And then I'll be in Springfield while Megan covers here until we can get these people on. So that has been a big uh like oh. Okay Rap moment for us of looking at this going everything's moving right like we I get I get four phone calls a day from people in Springfield and not not everyone is a good fit and I say no to you know some more after that some yeah but still like that's a huge number of people who are flowing into our funnel now and yeah I can't tell them no I can't say wait I oh I need you to put you on a wait list uh I I need to be saying yes to them, but I can't because yeah. <laughs> I have no way <laughs> yeah, of anything. No
1: peoples. Because <laughs>
0: people, right? So that's yeah. been a major thing. And and I will say that it was very hard for me to um not freak out about this over the weekend. Because right? I got that phone call on um Friday or Saturday or whatever I texted and um, Friday, I guess. Friday, I think, yeah. And yeah, we it was very hard because we were trying to line up some interviews for this week anyway. So I knew we had something. It was just very hard for me to, to wait for that moment of okay, it's nothing's going to get solved. I know nothing will solve in at least two, weeks. and but that doesn't help me not stress out about it, right? Like I can. <laughs> Just, yeah, totally right. Like argh. I know there's a solution. It's just two weeks away, and it's so not satisfying to say this will be 100% solved in two weeks because nobody wants that.
1: <laughs> nobody wants that. Yeah, at all. the not helpful. Um, like
0: <laughs> so, I'm. Uh, we're we're thinking about we. There are policies in place that are meant to protect employers of like if you've ever gotten a job offer and it's usually standard to make it two weeks out, and that's really important because. That gives you time to get the background check in. And here's the really important part. When, if the background check comes in and says that this person's not actually, they don't have a good background and they're actually not a good fit for your company anymore. Maybe they have an Mm -hmm. undisclosed felony that would really impact their ability to be alone (coughs) in somebody's home.
1: Uh, Uh, Yeah, that would be, that would do it, I think. Um.
0: Legally, legally, you have to give them at least at least nine days, I think, to respond to that. Meanwhile, uh. you're supposed to be onboarding them and paying them and having them go through your system. Yeah. And so yeah.
1: Uh, it's, great. <laughs> it's it's I really
0: see great. the problem. <laughs> this, this is legal time at least in Missouri, of like I am legally required to give you X number of days to respond to this. Now, usually once you send a letter, if they hey, we noticed this. You can respond to it. They never they ghost you and they disappear. Every HR person,
1: but if in a few cases. Well, yeah, but you still don't. have to like legally say that, right? Like I did yes. this thing. I reached out. And, I followed the and whatever. You can't, yeah, and you can't say you know here's this.
0: Um, we found this, and you can't start dismissing them. You have to wait those full time period before you can do anything with that applicant once they reach that point.
1: So uh, to give them time to like rebut or whatever. Yeah,
0: because you know we reporting agencies get things wrong all the time, and yeah. So that and that's what it's for. It's not for them to try and defend or come back and say, "Oh, I, let me explain the the class whatever felony." It's for them to actually dispute with the with the reporting agency because there are there are legal there are federal laws around how they have to dispute that, and that has timelines and time frames and everything. Ah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, what I really want to do is I really want to tell the person who I interviewed yesterday, uh, "Can you start on Friday?" But I can't. I have to say, "Can you start in two weeks?" And meanwhile, I can't do anything for them. I can't train them. I can't have them shadow me on the job. I can't have. Oh, them really? Anything? <laughs> because oh. they're not.
1: How tired old is you. this law? I wonder. Because yeah. they're not. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, and, I, and, and you'll be, you know, listeners or, you know, you may be listening to this going like, well, yeah, but people do that all the time. Yes, I know. People do it all the time. And 99.99999% of the time, there's no problem and there's no issue. But, <laughs> that that 0.0001% that of the time can bankrupt your company and really well, yeah, make, give you a big headache if you don't follow that. So, <laughs> I'm okay, fair. Yeah. Right. Like I and 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 usually it's not a problem or you know, a lot of a lot of people who have and you know, I so we are trying to do this like really hurry up, but then we also have to really wait. And that's no fun. And I don't like it. And I'm not a fan. Let's just be very clear about this. (laughs) Colin's not a fan of the hurry up and then hurry up waiting. Uh not a good place to be (laughs) to be in. But it's, we've got some really strong candidates, and I'm really happy about it, and did some interviews today. And it's very interesting how each time we've put out the hiring ad, we've gotten a complete different cohort of people. So this time around, we've got the, I'm a super passionate pet parent with a lot of time on my hand. And it's, <laughs> it's a very different cohort than the last time who was, I'm a former pet professional looking to get back in the game. Which yeah very, it, and so trying to sit there and go okay how do i again make an assessment of the people who are who i have in front of me who can meet the needs of what my company needs right now and make sure that they're they're going to be a good fit and very importantly here that they're going to be happy and obviously i can't determine and t- say whether somebody's going to be happy or not but i can make sure they fully understand everything that's entailed and we beat that over the head every time we talk to people every single time and it
2: ends up, you know, I'm sure it gets a little bit redundant. um, But uh, it's part of that process. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: I don't know. For uh, the reason listeners, I am so perplexed by this is literally the first job I ever had. I walked in to a place
2: and I said, Hey, I was wondering if you guys are hiring. And the girl goes, All right, let me go get the manager. I'll be right back. <clears throat> manager comes out. We talk for a minute. He goes,
1: Can you come back at five o'clock tonight? <laughs> yep. yep. So that's why I was like, Whoa, that's weird. That's not been my experience ever. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And, and again, most people don't, but this is over the last several years, they've changed into a lot more of what they call contingent offer letters. That's what we offer of you will be hired contingent passing a background check. And it provides the employer a lot more per protection for them. Uh, So they know who they're hiring and it's not done for every, every job. And, and there are some people who choose not to do contingent offer letters. Um, Yeah, and and I—that's totally fine. It's just um, in certain situations,
2: um, and uh, it's just what liability are you willing to take on or not as as the hiring as the person hiring Yeah, no, that makes sense.
1: It's just never been. And I'm trying to remember, like I don't. When I worked at my factory job, I guess it was probably like that because they were like, "Okay, here's your thing." and then come back and we'll do the like tour and then come back and we'll do the paperwork and write. We'll, so it was one of those deals. It was a lot more like blah, 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 blah. Like step by step, by step, by
2: step thingy.
1: And of course, when you're as a teacher, it doesn't really matter. Cause they're like, okay, you, we will hire you for the next school year. Okay. And so you have like months before. Yeah. <laughs> that's different right
0: yeah exactly <laughs> but but all those all those timelines and time frames and multiple hoops and steps there yeah. can be some legal reasons for that there can be some federal reasons for that uh especially in places that have like a right to work and that's what like a missouri i think right to work state of um they have you have to tell them the person who you're hiring like what you find and how it impacts your decision and all this stuff you have to to tell them that they have to be notified of that, ah. um, which, which is important in some, you know, obviously working in a school, you, oh, yeah. you're going to look for things. <laughs> and, um, and, but some jobs, like I said, it's not, it's not required or not, uh, done. That practice is always done. So it's just, it's different. And, and it's um, uh, we chose it because we need that peace of mind to be able to tell our clients and all that stuff.
2: Um, I mean, yeah, that's true.
0: It does put us in a much more uh, protracted hiring time frame frame than we would like
2: to, especially this time,
0: (laughs) right? This time, (laughs) so. (laughs) But we got to go to yeah. In the midst of all that, we took some time out, went to a daddy daughter dance, which was amazing. It was a lot of fun, Uh, and Lillian got to wear. She wanted to wear the same dress she wore to our first daddy-daughter dance. It was fine because it still fit her. Um, but afterwards, Perfect. we talked about how... Because uh, it was it a was size six, 6 and 7. 6 slash 7, which a year and a half ago, two years ago, was like way too big for her, but she still loved it so much. We were like, okay, fine. Uh, now, it fit her perfectly.
1: This now, day. it's going to be like, yeah, so the next time it's going to be...
0: Nope. That's what I told her. And she informed me that um, that meant that I would have to get a different shirt color because her dress color just so happened to match her dress color, which is a pale yellow, just so happened to match a pale yellow shirt that I already own. <laughs> <It happened laughs> for me, that I would have to get a different shirt. And I was like, there,
2: good point. Good point. Like, or, <laughs> hear me out,
1: you could just buy a dress that matches your shirt, shirt. another shirt I already <laughs> own. I know. And <laughs> since I'm the one buying your dress, Dressed. that's the way it's going to be. That's what it is. <laughs> so look at your shirts see which one you have the most color of i'm guessing blue uh smells like a blue dress for lily spoilers lily it's gonna be blue <laughs> it's gonna be blue
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like this. I like this uh,
1: yeah it's okay. <laughs> But no, uh, the problem is she's going to listen to this and find out the plan so <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I am editing this out, edit point, uh, okay, uh, yeah no not tell it. that's fine, but uh no, noah helped me uh he went with me to go get the uh, massage boutonniere local floral shop, uh nice, and um he got she Lily got to wear uh some of Megan's perfume, which is actually I think Megan's grandma's perfume, uh oh my, yeah, that was kind of cool, uh, she had. She actually—it's the same perfume Megan wore on our wedding day—and uh, and just has a bottle there. She reminds me of her grandma, and it's pretty cool. Nice. So, Lily got to wear that, and uh when she got all dressed up, she came in. Noah put his hands on on his face and went, "Oh, yeah. oh beautiful!"
1: Yeah. <laughs> Aw, there you go, bud. There you, there you go. go. He just cool. doesn't want to get beat up later. Yeah, exactly. good-
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah it was it was genuine and unprompted by me
2: so there you, ah, there you go okay so
1: all right so there you go
0: i wasn't like good him, job him, Noah. Him,
2: him. <laughs> but <laughs> no it's all all good for that so we'll survive
1: oh all right hopefully that's what we needed yeah. we need that's yes your, surviving uh, it's important
0: fast track to um uh h r and hiring and firing policies of missouri uh and ah tight
1: oh hooray
2: <laughs> Just what I always wanted i know how do you know
0: content that <laughs> <ring. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> well uh i we uh, that's that's all i have uh i think we'll we'll wrap it up there and uh unless there's any more late breaking news that we need to report on. Yeah, I think so. next week there will be a Coffee Corner update.
2: Oh. Just saying. Yeah. So, Coffee Corner update. Oh, I... Uh, okay. This is good. Oh. Yes.
0: it been, been a while. I have to go. Back know. And look know my notes about what we. have has
1: been many times. I can't even open this Google Doc anymore on my phone because it's too big. Um, it keeps it keeps crashing. So we might have to like split this up into like multiple it's things. Only,
0: it's only seventy pages. Yeah it it breaks my phone. My phone can't open it anymore. And I was trying to look about at it. Seven thousand links. And yeah, I can. We, that, Megan and I had to do that for the petzer podcast. We had to um, uh uh petzer professional podcast, not the pet, pet, anyway, whatever. We had oh, to yes, do that with anyway. the other one because, uh, yeah, it was very quickly. We had to bifurcate, be like, okay, here's the old yeah. one, and we're just going to start fresh and kind of copy. Over yes, the I think,
1: line. yeah, cu- copy. We'll leave the top of the list, the ever growing uh, topic list that we keep forgetting to actually look on, and then uh, just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> archive. Archive the bottom one, the bit okay. of all the episodes because do a, I can't open my thing more. Let's, but yes, let's, let's, coffee corner update coming soon. The long and short, short preview, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Susan and I were talking about it, and we we're like, uh, our problem. <clears throat> again, I'll go more detail next week. But we decided that we were going to buy bags of like random coffee. Oh, uh, from like different roasters or different like whatever. Uh, to try out for weekend purposes only, right? Because it was determined that it is financially uh, not possible to procure and consume said specialty coffees uh, on a regular basis because the consumption level during the week for both of us is quite high. And so uh, Folgers during the week. But uh, (laughs) there you go. New and interesting weekend brew coffees to come uh, just for we were talking about it and we're like hey that'd be kind of funny to do that or kind of uh, enjoyable let's try that so okay. that's the plan we came up with so updates on all that uh, next week see how it goes new coffees for us uh, perhaps maybe they're going to be good maybe will they be terrible who knows Yeah, uh, it's a surprise um <laughs> don't want to say too much more because I didn't tell her which one. We each ordered one from different places, and I didn't tell her what I bought. So oh, it's literally a surprise.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm looking. Okay, this is, this is good. This is gold. Okay, we will, <coughs> we will eagerly await the uh, coffee update. Yeah. And uh, see where <laughs> we all, all are uh, in relation to other things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So we'll have
1: bike corner, we'll have coffee update, we'll have, we'll have hiring, update,
0: we'll have hiring update. updates, we'll have hiring updates,
1: we'll have, I've been drafted to go to trivia night on Friday, so I have to do that, that's Friday. not, I'm not, I guess, but I don't like to go places and Fair enough. do trivia contests with people, that's not a thing I like to do. I've done one one time, and I was like, this is not fun, um, <laughs> okay. even though I won, I was still like, this is not cool, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> My team one, I should say. My team one, not oh. me. <laughs> I'll have to go to another one for
0: Well, we will we will hear where we all are at next time. Uh until then. Love you guys.
1: Alright, love you too. Bye. Bye.